This is a tweet from John McAfee's Twitter account on the 3rd of July 2018. Every batch of my unhackable wallet sells out in less than a minute. In 30 minutes, the fourth batch will be open for purchase. This unique device is uncompromisable. There is no other. Bitfee.com. And this is the website of Bitfee.com. And the Bitfee hardware wallet is a breakthrough technology that offers a rare combination of the most advanced security, better than any form of cold storage for private and enterprise use, and is remarkably simple to use, requiring no technology at all. Setting up and using the BitFee wallet is as easy as one, two, and three. All right, now, what follows is an interview that I did with one of the co-founders of the BitFee.com wallet. I have uploaded this interview previously, but when I recorded it, I recorded it in three sections, and I got the sections mixed up. So this is that interview. If you've watched it before, you don't need to watch it again. If you have watched it before, you can watch it again. You may hear things that you didn't hear the first time. Uh, this time the sections are in the right order. So uh, thank you so much. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and keep filling your pockets with crypto profits. Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich, working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. I have with me Daniel Kessin. Daniel Kessin is one of the team at Bitfee, bitfee.com. And Bitfee have launched a brand new hardware wallet, which claims to be the most secure, unhackable, easy to use hardware wallet of all. And we're going to find out, because I have many questions to ask about this completely unhackable wallet. But first I want to start off by thanking Daniel for being here. And uh, actually, before I do it, let me remind you, this is not financial advice. Do your own due diligence. Don't invest any more than you're willing to lose. And please subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment, like. If you have any questions about this, about uh, the BitFee wallet, just put them in the, as we go through the video, put them in the description below, and I'll see about getting those addressed. All right. Okay, Daniel, hi. Hi. Pleasure to be here. Yes, thank you so much for making yourself available. And do you just want to start by just telling us a little bit about you and what you do at Bitfee? Well, uh, I am one of the co-founders uh, of the company. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess the way that this all came to be uh, is probably some time ago when I, you know, really got heavily into uh, crypto. Um, it actually, it took me a long time to really understand Bitcoin. Uh, and like many people, when I first kind of heard about it, I thought, wow, this is like a total scam. Mm -hmm. oh, what a scam. I was like, this is, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. What do you mean you mine it? Or, you know, and, uh, how do I, what do you mean there's a 21 million coin limit? How do I know some kid doesn't just press a button and just create coins at will? And, you know, so after about, you know, maybe two or three years, and I really, uh, really, unfortunately, that I missed uh, at that time. Uh, I just had this epiphany where all of a sudden I, I understood. It still came together and I understood its uh, elegance and, and beauty and its um, uh, both elegance and you know simplicity and complexity at the same time. This self-perpetuating system that self-regulates, that is completely decentralized. I mean, when, it, when I realized what that was it just like a light bulb went off and i was like oh my god it was like this moment of zen mm. and then i went on every exchange i could just trying to register and just 
trying to buy it as fast as I could. But and at that point, you know, I really got into crypto and actually put a significant percentage of my net worth into cryptocurrency because I just saw it as such a remarkable opportunity, such a remarkable technology. And I distinctly remember I would just like wake up in the middle of the night, like in cold sweat, like, oh my God, like, how am I storing this stuff? Yes. You know, and I was walking around with a stack of paper wallets, you know, thick like a Bible, you know, like each one for each cryptocurrency. And, and then I had hardware wallets and, you know, and it, it was just like, okay, there's got to be a better way. There has to be a better way to do this. And really, I came to the realization that I think that everything in crypto begins and ends with how do you securely store and interact with these assets? Because if you cannot, okay, two things happen, mm -hmm. okay, that existing market participants who are very passionate about crypto are investing and buying less than they could or that they would want to. And certain people stay away from it altogether because it just seems uh, too risky. And they're like, whoa, this is way too risky. I don't know how to store this stuff or it's too complicated. And there's, there's two factors that come to security. One is absolute security, right? Mm -hmm. And the second is, you know, maybe you can have a device with good security, but it's just too technical, too difficult to use for the average person, which also limits usage and also creates loss because you can have loss as a result of user error. And we actually see that devices that are too technologically complex as being a risk, a security risk in and of themselves because somebody can press the wrong button, do something incorrectly, and lose, lose money, okay, yeah. which happens every day. Happens every day. And that's kind of how all this started. We realized, like, whoa, you know, if we, if we created, if, you know, in the, if you, like, if you, in the perfect world, if you created an ideal device, this ideal device would be completely fail-safe, okay? It would have impenetrable protection. You would have 100% certainty that your money, your assets could never be taken from you. And two, it would be remarkably easy to use. And these are two usually diverging factors is that mm -hmm. typically what we see in crypto today is that the more sophisticated something is, the more secure it is, the more difficult it is to use for the average person, the more simple and easier it is to use, it is very unsafe, okay? As like some of these phone wallets and whatever, no one would keep a significant amount of their net worth on, on their cell phone, obviously, right? So this is what, you know, kind of led to this development and what we created, right, is a complete and total departure, not just like something a little different. It is a complete and total departure from anything that's ever been created before. It works in a completely different way, manner than anything ever before. It's not even remotely similar. It's a completely new technology and it has over two dozen uh, huge breakthroughs, some of which are literally earth-shattering huge breakthroughs, some of which are kind of, you know, maybe not but you know as big but still very important breakthrough features that really, you know, where what we're doing is we're converging uh, ultimate security with ultimate ease of use where the device passes the grammar test, okay? Where, like, if you gave one, if you gave our device to your mother or your grandmother, she will be able to use it. Why? Because it's no different than using an ATM machine or sending an email or logging into your bank account and managing your, your money in a natural, organic manner. 
And finally, the other thing that we did is we, you know, created an approach where the device is completely and utterly unhackable, completely unhackable. And of course, when you say that, you know, there's a lot of skepticism. A lot of people out there attack you. All these hackers are like, oh, yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> you know, let's, all right, we'll, we'll hack you in two weeks or whatever. You know, people will make all these, you know, it's like you're like, you know, what, 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 you know, and this is actually, as you know, the moment we kind of started circulating uh, the initial samples um, before we launched, uh, John McAfee, who's obviously one of the top cybersecurity uh, experts in the world. I mean, I mean, listen, you know, you can say a lot of things about John McAfee, but one thing for sure is that he is a cybersecurity expert. That yeah. is core thing. And he never in his life said something is unhackable. He is famous for saying that everything is hackable. He never, I mean, imagine, never in his life did he say, okay, so everything is hackable. And this is the first time in his life in the last 50 years that he actually said, you know, when he looked at this, he said, wow, this is unhackable. How is it that we can say that? How? Because ultimately you could say, you know, with most technologies, you can say 99.999% unhackable. But, you know, maybe if there was a quantum computer and if there was this set of circumstances, it would be hacked or whatever. To say unhackable, it's like, well, you know, people just go, all the top people go, how can you say that? So why why do we say that? How can we say that? Why is it unhackable? That's kind of okay. the first thing. All right. I'm going to stop you there because you've said a lot, right? Yes. <laughs> you've said a lot. And I want to take some of it apart. Right? And right. It's, it's all great. Um, so straight away is I don't believe you, right? Now, but I look at well, why don't I believe you? Well, what, what you're what you're talking about is something that are, is a whole new paradigm inside something that's already a new paradigm anyway, <laughs> right? And the challenge for a whole new paradigm is that inside the existing paradigm, whatever's in the new paradigm doesn't make any sense. So, you know, like, what do you mean if I if I get on a boat, I can go all the way around the earth? Can you not see the edge? You'll fall off. Or what was it? Somebody said about trains. If you travel on a train, right, it's not possible because we're, we'll suffocate as the air moves past us, right? Or flight in machines heavier than air ain't going to happen, right? All sorts of, all sorts of things. So, so just to presence that, because that'll be there for people watching this. I mean, really unhackable. And, but I think we've got to be responsible because human progress is all about new paradigms, disrupting yes, existing paradigms. I believe that this new paradigm shift is necessary yeah. for crypto to have rapid mass adoption. Mm -hmm. So like all other technologies before it, uh, you know, vehicles, uh, radio, television, internet, they all go like there's this slow kind of start as you have the early adopters, all the tech people, right? And then eventually you see this exponential explosive curve upwards where all of a sudden one day to the next, everyone has it. It's just like as it started with email. Remember about maybe early 90s. You would go around, people would ask you, do you have an email address? You'd be like, what's that? No one had it, right? And all of a sudden, you remember, there was this inflection point where one day to the next, boom, everybody had email, everybody had internet. What happened? Yeah. And that was obviously 
where the technology also became easy to use. If you remember yep. in the early days, what it took to get on the internet to use it and what it's like to use now, obviously that was necessary for adoption to happen. So this is why we believe that if everyone out there had BitFi wallets, Bitcoin would be way over $50,000 already. Okay. Because, you know, right now, people are afraid to store large amounts. Existing investors and new investors alike are afraid, as I am, mm. because there are just way too many risks in storing cryptocurrency every other day. We hear about an exchange getting hacked, losing millions. This is a real, real problem. So, again, why is this unhackable? Yes. The reason we can say that it is unhackable is because there isn't anything to hack. Okay. That is why. Okay? So, if there had been something to hack, we could not say that. But the reason we can say that is because there isn't anything Hack it. Let me explain. <laughs> Please explain. Um, this this is making less and less sense. <laughs> Alright, so let me let me explain. Every other hardware wallet in the world yeah. is a storage device. The way that it works is that it stores your private key on a microchip. And the idea is that look, it keeps your private key away from the computer environment because the computer environment is unsafe, it has malware, it's connected to the internet, exposed to hacking, etc., all kinds of problems, right? And so when you plug in that uh, hardware wallet, uh, it keeps the private key outside of the computer, so it allows the approval to happen mm -hmm. or whatever for the, the, the private key to sign and approve a transaction, but the private key is always outside of a computer, but that private key is on that device. It's on your hardware wallet. Yeah. Okay. The core difference with the BitFi wallet is that there is no private key anywhere. It doesn't exist on a device. It doesn't exist on any computer. It doesn't exist on any server, website, node, anywhere on earth. There is no private key. So how does it work? Yes. The way that it works is that you create your own phrase. Okay. okay. Let's say that phrase is, uh, you know, crypto rich likes pink triangular balloons 575. Let's say that's you, the phrase. You, you, you've hacked my private phrase. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, whatever, whatever the I'm phrase joking. is. All right. You create your own phrase. Yes. Okay. When you type in that phrase into the BitFi wallet, now the BitFi wallet is not a storage device. The BitFi wallet is a computing device. It is a handheld computer with a powerful CPU. When you enter in that phrase, the BitFi algorithm, which is, by the way, completely open source, and we'll talk about that later, but it's a completely sure. open source algorithm, okay, calculates your private key from your phrase, okay? okay. It signs the transaction, sends approval to the blockchain, and then boom, your private key is gone forever until you need it again. So what happens? You're at all times now storing your private key in your brain for every cryptocurrency that the wallet supports now and in the future. Meaning that however many crypto, and, and as they're added over time, more and more being added, you're just typing in that phrase into the device. The device calculates using a proprietary algorithm the private key, sign, so a private key exists for a fraction of a second, just long enough to sign, mm -hmm. and then boom, 
It's not on there. So here's what happens. There is a huge, huge fundamental differences and things that start to happen at this point, right? Number one, there's nothing on the device. So if it's seized or stolen, if you get raided and whatever, you know, you're at the airport, TSA searches you or whatever, they take everything, they take your um, hardware wallet, every other hardware wallet, they're going to get your private key because it's on the microchip. And forensic tools allow you to get that private key, right? With a BitFi wallet, you cannot get that private key because it's not on there. Do you know, it is not. Sorry, Daniel, this is amazing. I, I have a ledger, I have a treasure, I have a keep key. Those are the ones that are currently available, right? Now, I've always thought, okay, there, there's this 12-word seed phrase, and uh, I think with the treasure, it's a 24-word seed phrase, right? That, you know, i got to write it down somewhere, I've got to store it somewhere, I've got to make sure I've written it down correctly, and then I've got to test it and retest it, perhaps test it on another application, and then what if I lose it, and i got to know that my wife knows where it is, and my brother knows where it is, and her sister knows where it is if something happens to us. So, so I have thought it'd just be easy if, if I could just create my own phrase, a memorable phrase that has meaning for me, that my wife knows. We don't even have to remember the phrase. We just have to know the clue to the phrase. Here, here's the other thing that is it really makes a huge, huge difference, mm. right, is that every hardware wallet in the world really is not a real hardware wallet. Why? Because you have to store a piece of paper with 12 or 24 random words. And then how is that any different yeah. than keeping a stack of $100 bills under your mattress? Yeah, because somebody How's finds that. that how is that any different than keeping a, a stack of gold bars in your safe? In other words, you're not really storing all your crypto in that hardware device. You're really storing all that crypto on that piece of paper. So if it is lost or stolen... If there's a fire, your house burns down. If there's a flood, if you lose that piece of paper, all your money is gone. If anyone gets that piece of paper, so essentially you think, oh, all my money is in this device. Mm -hmm. But really, all your money is in that piece of paper. And the fact that you have to always worry about keeping that piece of paper safe, that is another massive security vulnerability, massive security breach. So the other thing on top of being unhackable is the fact that the BitFi wallet allows you to set a phrase you can actually remember so you have the option not to write anything down you can create a phrase that you can remember now we give users two ways to set a phrase why because we can we ask people to truly consider their environment okay if you're like a syrian refugee and you need to leave the country with your money you're way better off with a less secure phrase but one that's very easy to remember but you can't have a trace of anything on a piece of paper because think about it the most secure password on earth is completely useless if someone finds a piece of paper with a password yeah. Completely yeah. Fit, right now if you are a hedge fund manager or whatever and you are you know storing crypto on behalf of clients you might be in a situation where you might actually want to write something down on a piece of paper put it in the safe so that your colleagues can have access to it, your partners or whatever, whatever the situation might be. So we ask people to consider their environment and think deeply into it because from this point forward, this major paradigm shift means that from now on, well, you know, I'm so sorry I have FedEx here. I just need to... No problem. Give. Let me just pause the recording. Back. Doorbell has been answered. Yes, I, I have to give a package no problem. to FedEx. All just for the interruption. Okay. So where were we? Uh, as, as I was saying to you, um, you know, there is this, uh, so we give people two ways of setting their phrase, right? Yeah. And so 
One is you just completely set your own phrase, uh, something that uh, means something to you, but that is, you know, it can be, we give guidelines. It can be any phrases from songs. It cannot be any phrases from commercials, from poetry, from, from anything like that. Okay. It has to be your own phrase. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alternatively, we also include a casino die inside the box with your wallet that you roll a bunch of times because humans tend to be really bad at randomness, mm -hmm. right? By rolling this die a bunch of times, uh, you then write down the numbers and then you look up from a list of 7,700 words, not 2,400 words, but 7,000, this is called a diceware method. Mm -hmm. And then if you select just seven words this way, which you actually could memorize seven words. You could memorize 12 or 24, but you could memorize seven. If you select seven words this way, and let's say theoretically you had a machine that was capable of one trillion guesses per second, it would take that machine 27 million years to crack that password. Now, it still wouldn't matter because you'd still have to connect uh, that password to a set of public addresses that your wallet is tied to. So it basically is completely impossible. But I'm just saying, just, mm -hmm. you just simply have to secure something with a password. That is how secure that is. And most people probably would use probably a combination of two methods. Is let's say they would kind of do their own phrase like, I, don't, I love my wife, and then roll the die a few times and then add to it one or two completely random words from the list so that, you can, so that you can remember and attach to your, you know, originating, original phrase, okay? And um, so now you have the option with this technology, and this is the, the, the full promise of crypto and digital assets, is now you can store $100 million in your brain. You could just walk onto a plane instead of before if you had to transfer your wealth, you had to load a safe, you know, waste two tons with full of gold bars or whatever if you're a high net worth individual and uh, load it on a plane to move it to another country. Now you can just walk onto a plane and just remembering the simple phrase and just walk off with a hundred million dollars completely in your brain. I mean, this is remarkable. This is the really uh, the full promise of cryptocurrency. You've got, I don't know, you can go to jail for 10 years. It doesn't matter. You remember that phrase. That's it, and no one can take it from you. No one can do anything. No, they can search your house or whatever. There's nothing is written down. It's in your brain, right? Okay. So that is uh, so. On top of being completely unhackable, because there's nothing to hack, is the fact that also you have this additional huge security boost from the fact that there's also no trait, no weaknesses. Uh, peripheral weaknesses as exist with other hardware wallets where someone could simply just, you know, take a, find that piece of paper and you're finished. It doesn't matter if they get into your wallet or not. All they need is really just that piece of paper and it's the same thing, the same thing as securing, you know, cash and, or, or, or gold or other values, right? So that is kind of the, the way that it works. Now, there are other major, major, major breakthroughs. Okay. Daniel, before, before you go into those, if I can ask you some of those, please, right? Please stop. Questions, but sure. yeah, please, go so ahead. what? So no, no, you said don't use phrases from songs or from commercials. Why not? Well, because it, it is something that uh, if someone was to try to uh, crack a passcode, let's say they discovered your public addresses mm -hmm. and they wanted to crack, a machine could very quickly, you know, parse and go through 
these common phrases. So common phrase, it, it would be very easy to, to discover and crack. Now, also, let's keep in mind the fact that um, I know one question you're probably going to ask is, well, what happens if two people in the world happen to select somehow by complete coincidence the same phrase? What yes. happens then? Well, first of all, if that were to actually happen, which is obviously would be extremely unlikely, but if that were to happen, those two people would be accessing the same exact wallet and the same funds. Okay. Right. But the way that we prevent that, right, is because in addition to a secret phrase, your wallet also requires an anchor phrase or what we call a salt. So, and that has to be either your phone number, social security number or whatever, or your email address. Right. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, and that's already and it's already something you already do remember. You can't forget. So it's not like you have to memorize your email address. You know your email address or you know your phone number, right? So obviously, if you have a salt, which is one of those three things, and then a phrase, it makes it physically impossible that two people on, in the world or in the universe could ever have the same uh, phrase because they couldn't possibly have the same phone number at the same time either. Okay. Or the same, okay, right? that's that good. Right? And then what? And so, and then what happens if I lose my hardware device? Uh, it makes absolutely no difference. So you would just order a new one. Uh, and, and then the what same phrase would work? Oh, absolutely. You would simply get a new uh, BitFi wallet. When you go into the dashboard, which is where you control all of your assets and cryptocurrencies, you would just simply click, click Sync Wallet, because every device comes with its own unique hardware ID code. Mm -hmm. Every device has its own unique hardware ID. And then, you know, you will enter the new, uh, from the new device, the new code into your dashboard. And then immediately it'll start to work exactly like as if nothing happened. You will just continue to operate it the same way with the same phrase. You could even use somebody else's device. It makes no difference because really all that the device is, is just a computer designed to compute private keys from your phrase. That's really what the device is. And it's synced. It works through push notifications with the dashboard. Now, what happens is, what happens if you're going to probably ask me, what happens if, let's say, there's an earthquake or a war and our factory is under rubble and you lose your wallet, you can't get a new device. What happens then? Yes. No problem at all. We obviously thought it through, you know, because in the spirit of the blockchain mm -hmm. and crypto is that you have to uh, be able to control and manage your money completely without any reliance on third parties, mm -hmm. right? So, that algorithm that calculates your private keys, okay, is completely open source, which we gave to the world. So what would happen is, let's say there's a nuclear war, our factory is destroyed, you lost your BitFi device, what do you do? You would download our algorithm, which like a little software that you could run on any computer, into it, you would type in your phrase, you would select from the drop-down menu the currency for which you want your private key, let's say Bitcoin or Monero, let's say you select Monero, click and submit, boom, and it spits out your private key. And you will be able to obtain your private key. Obviously, we do that for emergencies. We tell people, do not do this sure. unless it's a real emergency because the, the moment you start messing around with your own private keys, you expose yourself to all those risks that we're trying to protect you from. But the point is you can. And we have, you know, you can find it right now it's not fully functional yet, but you can kind of get a feel for how this works at btknox.org, B-T-K-N-O-X.org. Okay. And it gives you guidelines on what not to do. And like 
in other words, it's for extreme emergencies because if people start doing this on their own, they can screw something up and it's really meant, but it's a fail safe. It's, it's not something you would normally do. Normally we recommend if you lose it, of course, just order a new BitFi device and just keep using it and rather than messing around with your own private keys, but you can at any time have access to your own private keys. Now, because of the way that this device works, right, because it works through push notifications, right, uh, it then, you know, the, the user friendliness, the ease of use is dramatically improved, right? So essentially, from this point forward, you will never, ever have to download or install anything ever again in your life using the BitFi wallet. And that is something that I guarantee you that makes a lot of people nervous with every, with every other hardware wallet, where every few weeks you have to do a firmware update, yeah. software update, something. You have to go and download software. Whenever you're downloading something, you're exposed to risk because you could be, uh, you know, you could be a victim of a phishing attack or something sure. else. You can download from the right place. You can download corrupt software, right? So it's a risk exposing users to this. Plus, when you're asking the average person to like follow like a 20 step process to update firmware, they are very nervous. They're like, Oh my God, I don't know if I'm doing this correctly. Oh my God. And then, and then they're afraid they're going to press the wrong button and then lose all their money. Right? So again, they, we want mass adoption. Our goal at BitFi is to serve mass adoption. Our goal, we, we want to serve adoption. We want to see Bitcoin at a million dollars plus per coin. That's where we want to get to, but that's not going to happen. If all everything that's on, all the tools that are on the market today, are basically things that you know are meant for like you know people with a PhD in computer science or tech keys or whatever. It's not you need the average person to be able to use it. So with the, with the BitFi device, you literally never have to download or install anything ever in your life ever. Uh, it automatically updates itself. The device right. is simple. So in other words, as other cryptocurrencies or support for other cryptocurrencies or crypto assets are added, it'll automatically appear in your device without you having to do anything. It's a completely different technology. It's, it works nothing. I mean, we filed like a bunch of patents on this. I mean, it's a patent pending device. I mean, it doesn't work like anything currently in the world today. And the other point that, you know, a lot of people think, oh, you know, cold storage is the best or the most secure. But we actually want to educate people on the fact that the BitFi wallet is also much more secure than cold storage. And I can tell you why, mm -hmm. right? So for instance, uh, paper wallet. Number one, you have to follow a very complicated procedure to generate a paper wallet. Okay, if you don't do it right, you're at risk. Uh, if you something is stuck in the printer's memory, someone can you know print out the wallet again. All your money's gone. Paper wallet can burn. It can be destroyed by water. It could be destroyed. You lose it. Time. it could, you yeah. can lose it. You know, it can be stolen. There's a million different things that that can happen. It cannot be reused. You need a different one for every cryptocurrency. If you, let's say, load 10 Bitcoins into a paper wallet, you want to take one out, you have to, you can't reuse that paper wallet. You have to generate a whole new one. And there's all these procedures. So there's all these processes where something can go wrong, where you're exposed uh, and you're vulnerable and you can lose money and uh, either for long-term or short-term storage. Now, if we look at a... Um, Another type of cold storage, like uh, uh, an air-gapped computer, right? So it's a computer, never been connected, never been connected to the internet. It sits there at some exchange or whatever. Okay, number one, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Number two, it 
requires a significant amount of technical skill to operate. If you, again, you do something wrong or whatever, because there's a different application for every different cryptocurrency, someone does something wrong, user error, lose money. Okay. And then in addition to that, what happens? So yes, this machine is unhackable because you, it's never been connected to the internet. But what happens if there's a break-in and someone breaks into the location where that computer is stored? Uh, they'll take all well, your crypto's gone. Yeah. So because it's never been connected to the internet, it doesn't. So you have all these vulnerabilities and weaknesses. And the BitFi wallet, which is only one hundred and twenty dollars, it doesn't have any of these weaknesses because all of your money from here on forth is in your brain. It is in your mind. It cannot be taken from you. There's no way, no break-in, nothing, nothing. No one can do anything. And then people ask me, okay, well, what happens if someone puts a gun to my head? Can't they get into my brain? And, well, there are methods to protect yourself from that as well uh, because you can set multiple accounts. So, for instance, you can have a phrase, you know, uh, uh, whatever. I love crypto rich on Tuesdays, one, two, three. Uh, and then where you put, you know, uh, uh, $500 and then another identical phrase ending in one, two, three, four with $50,000. So you give the attacker the one, uh, the account with $500. They think they've cleaned you out and you could do that as many times as you want because one with one device, you can actually create an unlimited amount of wallets if you wanted to. So you can actually create all these ghost accounts specifically for this type of situation. If you're concerned about it and you can, can completely secure, no one would ever know what's going on with your crypto, how much crypto you have. And again, this is the way crypto was meant to be. Private, 100% secure, that is what it's all about. And so there, there's just a number of, and the other thing is also is that um, ease of use, efficiency. You can view everything in one place. Other hardware wallets, you have to open this folder to see Bitcoin, open this folder to see Litecoin, log out of this and open up this application of Chrome to see your Stellar, uh, and then go into my Ether wallet to see this and go do this and do that, and then you can't even keep track of what you have where. In the BitFi wallet, everything is in one place, and it's like, again, summary, like an ATM machine. You have this much Bitcoin, you have this much Litecoin, you have this much Monero, boom, 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 everything in one place. It's like you can manage all your money, you can log in and view all those things, even if you don't have the device on you, because the dashboard is only showing you, right? Uh, it, it is only showing you a scan of public addresses. So it's not like something, because the, the whole idea is to protect private keys. You, you don't have to protect public key, right? public addresses, right? So you can view all that information, because okay? so it's very, very easy to use. It's very efficient. In addition to that, you know how sometimes with a certain with other hardware wallets, let's say you log in, you connect it, and then like it takes two or three minutes sometimes for your Bitcoin balance to load. Why is that? And the reason is because they point you to any random node, which could be let's say some kid a mile away with some inexpensive laptop. Obviously, that node is it's a low performance computer. It, it's not going to work fast, so that's why your balances are loading slow, right? So for this reason, BitFi runs a super node for every single cryptocurrency that we support and for every crypto asset that we support. We run it and we point you to that, which is why your balance is loaded instantaneously. Okay. And yes, of course, if let's say our server blew up or whatever and our super node were to go down, which would obviously would probably never happen. But if it worked, then it would point to some random node, sure. right? But in the general, you know, normal course of business, 
you know, we run or, you know, we, we're really focused on that, that experience. So, and I guess I can show you kind of what the dashboard looks like and how easy it is to operate. I guess let's, let's share my screen. Yep. Just look at, let me. Just before uh -huh. you do that, Daniel, a couple of questions. How does it communicate with um, other applications? You know, the way the Trezor, you can connect it to my Ether wallet. What happens with the BitFi? You don't need to do that because it's all natively supported in the BitFi wallet. You never have to go to any third party anything. Oh, I never have to go to my Ether wallet. I never have to use MetaMask. Never. never. Okay. All right. But then how does and it. Nothing against my Ether wallet. They're great. Just sit there. How does it send the signals, the communication from the BitFi device to, to to the rest of the blockchain? If I if I wanted to send you some crypto, I'm going to send you some Monero from my BitFi device. You know, I press the button or I press a few keys. How does it do that? Is there a USB cable or? So you would well. Oh no! So the device no more messy wires. Right. The device completely over Wi-Fi. Right. So you connect the, the, the BitFi device over Wi-Fi, and then whatever it is that you do in the dashboard, anytime that anything requires approval, like let's say you're sending money, you receive a pop-up on your device asking you, do you want to send this money? You click yes, and then it asks you to enter in your secret phrase. You type it in, and then you approve the transaction through the device. But let me kind of show you okay. what the interaction is like. Let's share my screen. Okay, let's do a, hold on, let me click here to share my screen. Here we go. Okay, can you see my screen now? Are you able to see my Hold screen? Hold on a second. I know I can see your screen. I can, can you see, see your screen, yes. Test55bitfi.com. Okay. Whatever, that's just, so it's just a, a, whatever, test account. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm logged into, I'm logging into the Bitfi dashboard, which is loading right now. Okay, so look, boom. So first of all, look, it shows you exactly how much of everything you have to tell you have this much Bitcoin, yeah. this much, this much Monero, this much status. Okay. It shows you, you don't have to go to a bunch of different folders to see, you know, it tells you your total wallet balance and, and BTC and then in dollars. Okay. Yeah. And then here you simply select, select currency here on the left are all the major popular currencies. And then here you click more for all the different things. Hold on. Let me just kind of zoom out. So you can see all the different assets and cryptocurrencies. Oh my God! Oh, Docademic, oh. I've never heard of that one. And I mean, well, Docademic is the one that uh, John McAfee is very passionate about. So we added it because right, you know, a gift to him. Okay, and then I mean, how many cryptocurrencies does this support, and how many ERC twenty tokens does it support? You can see that all the so so here you have Neo, you have uh, all the major Ethereum ERC twenty tokens, of course Monero. Yeah. And you got to Monero works. You keep mentioning Monero. Monero. I noticed that. You must like Monero. Well, Monero, for, I mean, it's a, the only true, true privacy coin with no back doors. I mean, the true, absolutely, I mean, perfect privacy coin. And it's it has an extremely complex algorithm. And no one's ever really been able to make a, a real wallet for it or any kind of secure wallet. Yes. There's always a nightmare to store it. So now you can interact with it. So this is how simple it is. So let's just say we select Bitcoin, okay? And mm -hmm. I'll show you how easy it is to use. So you select Bitcoin, okay? Mm -hmm. And it shows your total balance, okay? And then in here, uh, you can create as many Bitcoin addresses as you like. And then you select this dropdown, right? Right now you have three Bitcoin addresses. Next to each address, it shows you your total balance at that address. Not like this mess of like, 
like these dynamically generated addresses that you know there's a new one every 15 minutes and then you don't know what's where here yeah. you, it's clearly everything is very clearly labeled that at this address you have 0.005 BTC at the second one you have 0.0013 at the third one you have 0.009 okay and then let's say you want to send uh, funds so you click send mm -hmm. okay here you select the address you want to send from mm -hmm. okay already shows you the available balance of that address so let's say this one, or you can auto-combine. Auto-combine simply allows you to automatically send from all addresses at once. Because let's say you have 10 Bitcoin between 10 addresses, right. and you want to send 9 Bitcoin, and you don't want to have to send from each one individually nine times. You just click auto-combine, and it'll just pull automatically the needed balance from all your available addresses. Because auto-combine, you see the auto-combine tells you total available BTC balance between right. all addresses. Very, very simple. So let's say we select this is the address we want to send from. Here you put the address you want to pay, pay to, enter in the amount, select the mining fee, click boom, and you click send payment request. The instant you click send payment request, that instant you receive a pop-up on your device saying, would you like to approve this payment? And then if you click yes, and then it asks you to enter in your secret phrase. When you enter in your secret phrase, it will calculate your private key send approval to the blockchain, boom, the transaction is done. And then when, when you do that, you would then click on history and then, you know, Bitcoin would, it will just appear right here uh, in your transaction history, what just went out. And it, like, just, it's literally exactly like using an ATM machine or a bank account. It's very intuitive. It's very organic. It's the way people are used to interacting with financial assets. Right, so here you can see, you know, kind of uh, uh, what went out, when, the date, everything is in here, you know, which is, this is particularly useful for Monero because this will actually track your Monero history because Monero itself, you can't really have a history because you can't see anything, right? Yeah. Wallet will track it for you uh, automatically, for which is a major convenience factor when you send, when you send uh, funds out, right? So... So anyway, let me just stop sharing the screen. No, 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 so no, 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 hold on, hold on. Just a few more questions. So one is in terms of the fiat currency, does it have the options of pounds and euros and other international currencies, just with the main ones or hundreds of them? We, we only store blockchain assets. No, There's what I no mean way. is you've got it in dollars. Could I, have it, would I have it, could I have it priced in pounds or in euros? We do not have that option yet, but okay. certainly... I mean, that's such a simple thing to do. We have a lot of users requesting that. A lot of people, you know, the dollar tends to be, because we're mm -hmm. expressing, if you go back into wallet overview, mm -hmm. right, and it shows you the total balance in BTC, you see right now it's scanning all your addresses, it's scanning all the public, right? So it's expressing your total wallet balance in BTC and in USD. And if people feel like they want to see in more currencies, we could, I mean, it's just as simple as, I mean, it would take our developers literally five minutes to add other currencies underneath the U.S. dollar if you want to, if people want to view that. Sure. Okay. okay. And, and then, then, by the way, you're asking what happens if, let's say, you lose your wallet or whatever. So you see this right here on the left, sync wallet? Yeah. You would just simply click on that, right? So every single device has a unique ID. So you would enter in the new ID, yeah. click up, and just keep using your wallet as if nothing happened. Okay. Okay, great. All right. Then a few more questions. 
uh, I know the key, key well, allowed. Uh, let me, how easy is this? I mean, you know, it, how it's easy? great. It's really great. I can't oh, wait to get my hands on one. Your grandmother would not be able to use this. Of course she can. Yes. Of course she can, because what is there that she couldn't do? What, no, it's, what is here? It's it, literally. It's, it's very like, neat, very clear, very uncluttered. It's intuitive. completely clean. It just, just the, it's like an ATM machine. It's the, yeah. it's the vision for how people should, would interact with these kinds of assets, the way yeah. they're used to. Okay. Know. And then d does it allow for exchanging assets within the wallet, like, for example, KeepKey does? Or is that something you have in mind no, for later on? Not, we do not do, you know, any kind of trading. Mm -hmm. I mean, the idea is to, this is only for storage. Okay. Okay. The idea is, you know, we want to work with exchanges. We don't want to compete with exchanges. Sure. Right? We want exchanges to, you know, get their all their clients onto the BitFi wallet. We certainly don't want to compete with them. They do what they do. We do what we do, which is provide the world's, you know, best storage. Basically, okay. completely penetrable, unhackable storage solution that anybody can use, whether short-term, long-term, for life. And now, when you have something like this, you can store a significant chunk of your net worth into this and not worry about it. You're not going to wake up in the middle of the night worrying about, oh my God, what if, where's that piece of paper? No. What's going to happen to this? Or where did right. I and I have had those moments. But they, oh, then you, yeah, a few, a few more questions then. The, the Wi-Fi isn't always secure. You know, I use a VPN, especially if I'm going to be in a public setting. So isn't there a risk of the information being stolen through the Wi-Fi signal? Yeah, so we, we often get asked that question, and, and that's a good question. Sure so, do. <laughs> uh, so, of course, the reason we could have obviously done it with a cable, because yeah. the device is a port. The reason it's done wirelessly over Wi-Fi is because, okay, yes, Wi-Fi is completely unsecure. It is not secure at all. Mm -hmm. And if you're sitting in a public place, everyone in there who is scanning transmissions will be able to see everything that your device is transmitting. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But the device is only transmitting approval, assigned approval to the blockchain. So that information is completely useless. The private key never ever right. leaves the device. So once your, 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 your private key is calculated, it just, it's just there for a microsecond just to sign and approve the transaction. Once it signs, boom, the private key's gone. Your device is not transmitting the approval. So people that will be catching Wi-Fi uh, transmissions, yeah, they're going to be seeing everything you're sending, and they're just going to see just completely useless data. <laughs> okay. And the, and the, the moment, the, the, the microsecond that the private key comes into existence, like, like, like that before it disappears again, like, I don't know, some sort of singularity or something, right? It's it's entirely within the device. It can't be picked up from outside if I'm in an airport lounge. Of course, it's absolutely impossible uh, because the the, the, pri the private key never leaves the device. And, of course, the device has no open ports. So people say, oh, okay, well, can't I, like, can't someone hack into it and install keystroke tracking software and then, capture your keystroke. I mean, that's, that's impossible to do because there are no open ports for that. The device right. is simply, you cannot get into it. Um, and the only thing it's transmitting is just the approval. And that's it. It is physically impossible. And that is exactly why we did it over Wi-Fi because, again, you know, uh, 
you know, actually, I mean, it's, it would have been cheaper to manufacture without a Wi-Fi trans receiver transmitter, right? Mm -hmm. You just provide a cable, like other wallets. It would actually be a lot cheaper to make. So we just did it because it's just more convenient that way, and uh, and because it's absolutely safe and secure because of the way that this device works. Okay, and do you have one with you? And how big is it? And does it run on batteries? And uh, I I have one. Yeah, let me. Can you can you pause can for a second? Yeah. yeah, I don't can do that. Okay, one second. Okay, so the device comes like this. So we are currently, so you can see. It's pretty small, uh, like a small mobile phone. Well, smaller well, than that, much smaller. So, comes, uh, so right now we're, we're uh, right, for a limited time, we're, we're providing a, a free leather case. So mm -hmm. it comes in, a, in a, a blue leather case. In the future, we're going to cases in multiple colors, but you know we're going to charge for them. But right now, you buy the device for 120 and there's an offer where you get a free leather case. And for you, you get a sense of the size so this is an iPhone uh, 8, the little right. one. Yeah. Okay. This is the little, small iPhone 8. You can see, so it's, you know, about, um, I don't know, three quarters of an inch shorter than uh, the, the small iPhone. Yeah. Okay. So this, I don't know how well you can see. So this is, the, so it comes in this leather case with this band. You open it like so, right? And then this is the device okay mm -hmm. let me take it out up from the case i'm going to take the device out from the actual case so you can see better okay so this is the device this is the back of it mm -hmm. i don't know if you can see it okay or not this is the front okay. of the device yeah okay and it has like this is has a screen protector on it right now sure which you would peel off of course the screen protector when you receive it okay yep and um, okay, so this is this this is it, All right? So now um, I don't know how good the lighting is. If you can see it well enough or not. Okay, so now let me turn it on. Okay. And is it rechargeable or? Yeah. Okay. So right now it's now the the screen itself has a narrow viewing angle, also as a security feature, so that if someone is peering over your shoulder, they can't see what you're typing. Right. So the, the, like in other words, if you're more than 10 to 15 degrees off axis, like I'm, I'm literally pointing it at you. Like if I turn it a little bit like, like that, you won't be able to see anything that, especially text. So it's a, it's a screen material that specifically was selected that, to have a narrow viewing angle. So this is how it starts. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I don't know if you can see. Yep. Welcome that. to Bitfi. Bitfi truly private banking. Yeah. And then, so this is, and then here you would connect to Wi-Fi, okay? And right here, see when I click view wallet ID, boom, there it is. So every device has its own unique ID that you type into the dashboard. Note, yeah. every device will have a different ID code, and this one is specifically assigned to this device, okay? So then, um, I guess if I was going to show you how it works, so let's just say I do some um, hmm, I don't know if I can do it by sharing my screen. But no, it's they, fine. It's fine, Daniel, because I, 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 I am going to be getting one, and I can do a whole video with screenshots, and I can yeah. show people that. But I just want to get a handle of it. Now, what about in, when Wi-Fi is not available, you know, in I mean, certain parts of the world? Well, I mean, look, uh, we can't be all things to sure. everyone. Now, that can be a challenge, uh, right? <laughs> I, I would say that, I would say that, that, that Wi-Fi 
is available. I mean, look, even if you don't have Wi-Fi at home, I mean, every cell phone now can have a hotspot because you really only need Wi-Fi for like two minutes. Right. Just long enough to do a transaction. You don't need Wi-Fi. It's in every airport, Starbucks. I mean, really, Wi-Fi is ubiquitous. I mean, it's everywhere. Um, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, without Wi-Fi, it, it, it will not work. Um, you know, if people start saying, you know what, like if enough people uh, have an issue with that, we would probably, you know, provide a cable in the future that would enable you to use it without Wi-Fi. But there's just no reason to because everyone has access to Wi-Fi. Sure. Okay. And, and, and just on that, I've just come back from Pakistan and where I was staying at one point, I was staying with my, with my father who's in his 80s. He doesn't have Wi-Fi in his house. But I could go to an internet cafe, I can go to a restaurant, or I can go somewhere else, you know. But it, it's, he has no Wi-Fi, but does he have internet in his house? No, no, he's, he's, in, he's 85. He doesn't have so a mobile phone. But, but then you couldn't access, even without I, the wallet, you couldn't access the blockchain without internet. You, sure. you need internet. No, I, so, I had my mobile phone and I could connect it. If I wanted to, yeah, from what you're you saying, your phone, you could have done yeah. turn on a hotspot for two minutes, just long enough to generate this. But yeah, I mean, you can see this is it's a very, you know, just the right size. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, next to, you know, next to iPhone six. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's good. Oh, okay, very good. small. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the right, just the right size, just the right size for something like. That. Okay. All right, and then the, so, and how often or how regularly are you? updating and adding new coins and how do you work that out which ones you're going to add next you just go through coin market cap down the list no it's not like that so first of all we definitely uh uh only want to add assets and cryptocurrencies that we think add value to society right we won't add even if it has a big market cap if we think it has no value to society we will not add it like like no. ripple <laughs> well um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Daniel. That's that's my own prejudice there. But I get what you're saying, right? Ripple, Ripple um, uh, is it, it's not a real cryptocurrency, I think. Yeah. Uh, but it probably has value to some people that need it. Um, sure. You no, know, but uh, but for the most part, in other words, there are just some assets that we just you know we don't really think we don't believe in. We think that they're not. They just don't have value to the blockchain world. Okay. Okay. And. And, and we will be adding at a pace probably about one every two weeks, maybe three weeks. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason, again, is because we run our own super node for every cryptocurrency that we add support for, which means that we have to load a server, the entire copy of the blockchain, make sure it's working perfectly. So it's not like as simple as just, you know, turn it on and that's it, even though our technology allows it to be easily turned on. Uh, but we do really focus on the user experience, and we want to make it seamless, amazingly fast, fluid, you know, and just really enjoyable, right? And so, for that reason, that's kind of the pace that we're going to go at. And but already, I mean, what's already in it now is you know all the top ones, I mean, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Monero is an important one, and you know, and just to even have like just a completely fail-safe way to store Bitcoin, which is again, I mean, that is such an important asset it's a global asset yeah and uh, and, and, and i think I mean, all the all the erc20 tokens are particularly important to me and litecoin and dash and the other major currencies and what about staking like i have some komodo or neo it 
because it's a public address, they'd be being added. But is but is there? How would I register them or access them? Well, here we go. So actually, you mentioned Neo. Let's take a look and see how Neo works. Let me share my screen again. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Where is that uh, button to share? What happened to that button to share my screen? But is at the bottom. Should be at the bottom. Okay. Sure. Here we go. Okay. So let's go back to this. Yeah. Okay. So let's go back. Okay. Watch this again. So Neo is a, is a, works in a kind of a strange way, but we make it so that everything is extremely user friendly mm -hmm. and has to pass the grammar test. So I select Neo. Mm -hmm. Okay. Watch this now. Oh, Here's your address. Same gas. Your balance. Yep. Okay. And then, and then it tells you, right? Everything is is explained. So, for example, you put your mouse over this question mark. It says, "This is the gas that you have previously unfroze. You can now claim this gas at any time by clicking claim gas on the left, and it will be moved into your gas balance where you can use and spend it if desired. And then, if you put this over frozen gas, says the more neo you hold, the more gas is paid to you." It first gets deposited as frozen, and you can simply click the unfreeze gas button on the left to unfreeze it, and it will go into your unclaimed gas balance, okay? So it literally just walks you through the process, okay? And here's, you know, it just shows you the balance. Gas. Right. No, I don't have really any Neo right now, but, <laughs> uh, you know, this is not my wallet, it's just... You know, sure. No, I understand. I understand. You know, Demonstration you know, purposes. It's funny that you know this demo account. Like, you, you, it starts off with usually like two thousand dollars, and after like a few weeks, it just bounces. <laughs> you know, I guess all the, you know as, as people demo it, it just money keeps disappearing. Anyway. Okay. So, no, we, it's so simple and elegant. Like you see how like using Neo, how much simpler can it get? Where it takes even a complete, you know, new user who doesn't know anything about it and it walks them through how it works, what happens, and just explains it, right? And there's sure. nothing more to it, right? And is that the same for PIVX and Komodo, if you have those? Because those are staking... We do not have those right now. Okay, right now, all right. And then what about forks and uh, airdrops? Because all those ERC20 airdrops and the EOS airdrops that are coming. We are, we are certainly... Uh, going to be doing everything that we can to you know, support users to make that process really, really simple. Okay, right. and always we go towards the well. What is better for the user? What is more user friendly? And so uh, we will always give people a mechanism of uh, either do it for them or give them very, very simple way to do it, so that that they can always claim all these assets. But you know, obviously, security comes first. Sure. And, uh, yeah, but ultimately, of course, forks, everything like that will be handled in the easiest way you can imagine. It's a completely seamless, enjoyable experience, and then it will just, be, it just appear in your wallet. Okay. And then if I want the private keys for a particular asset? So, as I said, our algorithm is completely open source. Yeah. And you're going to be able to do that. You're going to be able to download this algorithm, type in your phrase, in the drop-down menu, select the asset for which you want your private key, and it'll spit it out for you instantly, okay? Okay. I don't recommend the average person to do that sure. because a lot of risks with generating your own private keys and, and using them, and that's really not meant to be done unless no. there's a real 
Absolutely. But if you, you certainly you certainly have the option to do that anytime. You can certainly do that as much as you want uh, because it's completely open source. So now you see that with something like this, mm -hmm. right? Our aim is support the adoption of cryptocurrencies and crypto assets, and um, and we want to see that happen because this is such a critically important tool for human freedom, for society. This is so important. We have a lot of forces, people that are against it, that are trying to stop it. And the faster that we see adoption, the better it will be. I mean, it's already at a point of no return, obviously, the cat's out of the bag. But the point is that, you know, surely, you know, uh, I mean, it is remarkable how inexpensive these assets are how cheap Bitcoin is. I mean, it is remarkable. You know, the entire, uh, you know, every blockchain project in the world combined is like at a $250 billion market cap, which is less than half of one Facebook, one company on the NASDAQ out of thousands. I mean, just imagine the opportunity, how much bigger this is going to get, how many more people are going to be coming into this when adoption happens. And how important it is that I mean, every day people lose cryptocurrency, and then now a lot of people can participate. But you know, serious investors can participate. I can't tell you how many people I personally know that's someone who, for instance, for instance, could easily invest five million, and then when they start buying, they're like, "I'm just not comfortable with storing any of this," and they end up only buying maybe fifty or a hundred thousand dollars when they could have bought five million. Yeah. So this is happening every day, and we can directly drive adoption. If everyone out there had a BitFi wallet, I assure you that we would see a lot less volatility and that we would see Bitcoin at much sure. higher price. But this is going to happen anyway. And certainly, you know, that this is obviously we're in the ground floor, this opportunity of a lifetime. You mentioned in the beginning, it was funny how you said, um, you know, don't uh, invest more than you can afford to lose. Honestly, I have absolutely no idea what that means because I can't afford to lose anything. <laughs> well, you know, I when I when I first bought Bitcoin five years ago, my wife and uh -huh. I were like, "Okay, we, we don't know. Let's try this out. What could we? How much can we buy? How much fiat can we spend? And then forget about versus, you know, let's sell our house and sell everything. Okay, no, this is if it doesn't work out, we'd be fine with that." But, but no, but there's no. I, I wouldn't be fine with losing any. I mean, I don't understand what that means. Right. Or to, I can't afford to lose anything. I mean, I can afford to lose five bucks, but that, I can't afford to lose anything more, more than that. I mean, I can't. You know, they, the point Fair is enough. that Fair people, where people are losing, right, is in fiat. By staying in fiat, yes. you're being robbed. Absolutely, they, and they don't get it. I agree with you, Nathaniel. Let me let me let me bring the opposite this. Of reality. I mean, you have to educate people on that. Listen, I mean, I, I hope that when this video broadcasts, that when people are listening to this, look. The reality is the opposite, is that you're you're being robbed each and every day when you stay in fiat because it's being rampantly printed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. They're taking savers. They're taking some poor old grandma and they're stealing from her each and every day by printing and printing and printing. And so how can you afford to stay in fiat? I agree. What you can't afford not to do is not to be in Bitcoin because every Bitcoin is precious and it is so inexpensive. And it's an appreciating oh. asset. Daniel, Daniel, I get it. I, listen, I completely get it. When I was in Pakistan, the Pakistani rupee has been devalued three times this year. 
Well, forget that. I'm even but, talking I mean, about so, no, but I'm, but, no, but I'm say, just saying people all over the world, wherever fear, which is every country where fear is dominant, you put your money in Bitcoin and you have an appreciating asset that isn't going to be devalued by quantitative easing and, for, and fractional reserve banking. But hold on. I want to, Daniel, I want to bring this back to Bitfee, right? So I imagine there's going to be a lot of demand for this, right? Uh, so what are you able to cope with the demand? Is there a waiting list? How does somebody go about ordering it? Yeah, where do you, we're, where do you deliver? Look, the, the, the device itself is manufactured uh, in a smartphone factory, mm -hmm. right? The smartphones. Uh, so obviously, our supply chain has tremendous scale. Right. No with that, it's just about more about how we upscale services, how we because we're meticulous about the way we're doing things. It's not like selling an MP3 player. Yeah. There's room for error when it comes to wallets. This is serious. We're responsible for people's money. And so we take that very seriously. We're not going to rush. We're not cutting corners. We're not. We just won't. Every device that goes out there is, is it has to be, it's the whole ecosystem of how it works and interacts with, with everything that we've built. And so that, but yeah, we, we absolutely are prepared. Again, we're doing, we're not doing this for money. Mm -hmm. We're doing this because we want to drive adoption uh, for cryptocurrencies and crypto assets because it is a critical tool for human freedom because without it, surely America is going to turn into a police state and every other country will soon follow without, because the way that the government controls you is money. Yeah. Whenever you, whenever anything happens, whenever they want to put you away, they click with the click of a mouse, they freeze all your assets, they break into your house, take everything. And then you, what happens then? You can't afford to hire a lawyer. Then you get a court appointed attorney and then you spend the rest of your life in prison. Yeah. That's okay. By storing crypto this way that you can store in your brain, you always have that protection. You have something. You always have access to money, to capital. And, and, and this is the most important tool for high net worth individuals because you have to be crazy if you're worth $100 million not to put at least 20, 30% of that into Bitcoin. You have to be out of your mind after seeing Lehman Brothers collapse in 2008, vaporize. And then all you're going to get is $250,000 from FDIC. And at the same time, it is the most important tool for the most impoverished people. You can have a coffee farmer in Kenya who can now participate in the global economy as the lightning network matures. You can actually, you know, everyone has a, has a phone. They can actually participate in the global economy with Bitcoin, even though they don't have access to a bank account. So this is so important. The work that we're doing is so important. And what we're doing with you, people like you, by spreading that message, all the lives that we touch, it is so, so critical. The work that you're doing is changing lives. And unfortunately, a lot of people haven't yet woke, you know, woken up to this. Mm -hmm. It is still so, so early. We're kind of like where the internet was in 1990 with crypto. Yes, it's, it, is a, it is a, like I said at the beginning, a new paradigm, but a new paradigm for how human beings are going to live and organize their lives. Hopefully, a significant improvement on what's gone before and where it looks like things are heading. Now, you said something about like testing and checking everything, right? What about the risk of malfunction? What if I buy a device, get it all going, and then, I don't know, it malfunctions, it malfunctions, and then, then I can't get my assets? Uh, I mean, 
So, I mean, is it possible for a device to malfunction? I guess any electronic device can malfunction, but it just simply won't won't work. I mean, in other words, if, if you have, let's say if you bought a device with a malfunction, I mean, we do very thorough QC, but if you happen to somehow get one that, let's say it was dropped, yeah. or it just functions, whatever, right? Uh, it just won't work. It just won't sync with the blockchain. It won't sync with the dashboard. It just it either works or it doesn't. And then I can yeah. use the phrase on another device, sync it, get my assets. You, yeah, you can't have just a malfunction like in between, like, you know, it either works or it doesn't. You right. can't have a function that's like in between working and not working. Okay. It can't not work. It either can approve and release your money or it won't. Any other mal That's what a malfunction means. Okay. That's what it is, right? But I mean, you can, I mean, obviously, malfunction could happen. I mean, it could just be dropped, or it could be something could be missed, or something could, you know, whatever. Who knows? If you, you know, if it goes into the MRI machine, it'll probably be damaged. I, I don't know. I mean, sure. malfunction can happen, but it won't affect your money. There's no risk that anything will happen to your money that's because right. that's on the blockchain. A way of generating your private keys yep. with what you store in your brain, and that one phrase in your brain controls an unlimited number of cryptocurrencies. It controls all the private keys you will ever have with one phrase. That I think is remarkable. I think that is a that is a breakthrough. Okay. And um and we have That's a great. lot of other really important people coming on board. Really important people, heavy hitters who are correct same thing like John McAfee, where like this is paradigm shift this is huge and i hope you see that i do i do i absolutely do now if somebody wants to if somebody wants to order it like you deliver all over the world yes of course all over okay the world. all right and they can order it and there's there's an so this is what i got there's an affiliate code at the in the description below this video people are welcome to use that uh, does that absolutely. give them any particular discount if they well, use the code I mean, so remember, the device right now is selling for 120 dollars right, right okay uh, that is, and, and remember, it is much more expensive to manufacture than an ordinary hardware wallet because the other wallets are hard, you know, they're storage devices. They're basically like a USB stick, right? Sure. Our wallet is a computing device with a CPU, so it's much more expensive to make. So 120 we intentionally are keeping the price very, very low because we want to drive adoption. We want everyone to be able to get one. Yeah. But it is and, much and Expensive to make. Daniel, $100, $120. You know, if Which someone's got $1,000 worth of cryptocurrency right now, that could be worth 10000 in a year's time. Who knows how much in a few years' time, right? $120 is nothing for securing your crypto financial future. Yes, even if you have $300 worth of crypto. That'll be, who knows? Listen, there are so many people that I've met yeah. who are like, and like, like you know, oh man, I, I used to have like I had a bunch of bitcoins that I like mined, and you know, when they were like fifty cents, and I can't find them. I have no idea, you know. So that person, imagine they have three hundred dollars worth of bitcoin. That today, that three hundred dollars is worth like fifteen, twenty million. All right, so even three hundred dollars is worth storing securely in that way because three hundred dollars in crypto, particularly bitcoin and other important assets will be worth many, many thousands of dollars, if maybe hundreds of I mean, I am certain that we will see Bitcoin at well over a million dollars per coin because that just means, what is a million dollars for Bitcoin? That is just one penny for a Satoshi. No, I'm sorry. That's like less than a penny for a Satoshi or something like that, right? Yeah. 
there's 100 million, 100 million Satoshis in a Bitcoin. So one-tenth of one penny for a Satoshi is one million for Bitcoin. It is surely coming, right? That million-dollar Bitcoin. So to store even, you know, a fraction of a Bitcoin, I mean, because of what it's going to be worth and, and to store it properly and to and to gradually, you know, accumulate. And you can, as I said, you can see it all in one place and you can kind of just watch your portfolio grow and gradually accumulate the way you're, you're supposed to. And and just again, you know, we're, we're here to, this whole thing will change the world. Blockchain will change the world. And we need to work together to educate people out there about how big this is going to get, how big the opportunity is, how many people have been misinformed because there are all these other people out there threatened by Bitcoin. They would love for it to disappear, like people like Warren Buffett, right, who obviously Warren Buffett is like the largest shareholder of all the top, you know, uh, U.S. banks. And he knows that Bitcoin is a, a threat to all the, re basically to, all the, the, to, to retail banking shutting down completely. So he knows that. So that's why he's saying that. No one just says that. Such a, No one gives such an emotionally charged uh, opinion about something unless they have, like, an ulterior motive. I mean, yeah, so. they're threatened by it. Absolutely, yeah. very no good. Daniel, Daniel, is there anything else you want to let us know about the Bitfee wallet? Anything else we haven't covered that you think is important to be covered? I would say, look, just you know, get one. I mean, obviously, you know, we have like an unconditional money back guarantee, return at any time, whatever. Obviously, or anything like that. Um, it will change your life. There are, you know, really important features and innovations. And, you know, I mean, I think we've covered a lot of it. I think the rest of it, you probably should, you know, kind of do a video of you using one. Yes. So you can kind of show your followers. As soon as I get, I, I, am get, I am going to be getting one. I will be doing more on this. So I'll invite people, I invite people to subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you have any comments or questions, please do put them uh, in the description below. So I definitely will be covering this some more. Anything else, Daniel? That's it. And I'll also, I, when you post the video, I'll also try to maybe answer some comments. If I find the time, I'll try to jump in and answer that would some be of the great. questions or comments that might appear below. Okay? That would be great. That would be great. Daniel, I really, there's a couple of things. One is I really appreciate you taking the time to, to uh, talk about this. Then also the thing that I acknowledge is your passion and your commitment. It's come Thank through you. really loud and clear, like how passionate you are about this. And it's actually, I find it inspiring to uh, whenever I meet somebody who's just fueled by their passion and their commitment to make a difference. I don't know if I mentioned to you uh, when we were talking about this, my background is in child protection social work, right? And I spent many a year working at the rough end where the situation was so severe for the children, I had to go to court to have the children removed, right? So I honor and acknowledge your commitment to making a difference and uh, to being part of the movement to creating a whole new world a whole new way for human beings to conduct themselves and their affairs so thank you very very much so if everybody if you're watching and listening thank you subscribe hit the notification bell please get uh, comments and questions and likes and everything else and uh, from myself crypto rich and crypto daniel all the best bye bye thank you so much good night